Welcome to Don't Call Me Boomer, the podcast where I interview my kids about the things in their lives that I don't understand as a way of bridging the generational gap and making sense of the world they live in. On today's episode, we're talking about a whole new economy that most of us are probably not even aware of, the world of in-game purchases. Today, we're talking about in-game purchases, the entire online economy that loads of Gen Zers are part of, and they're probably much more savvy about economics than you think. So here to fill me in is Gabriel. Hello. Hey, Gabriel. So just uh, to begin, can you tell me what an in-game purchase is? Basically, in-game purchases are where you convert real-life money into virtual things. Great. Thank you. So let's take apart a little bit. So what we're talking about are obviously video games and the video games are done online. Um, with these online video games, you're playing with loads and loads of people around the world who you don't necessarily know, right? Correct. And then, like you said, there are these options where you can take real life money and convert it to this sort of fictional money. And then buy things with it in the game. Yes, that is correct. Okay. And they're called, I think there's another word that you used. Micro-purchases. All right. So there's this whole exchange of money that's happening online that, mm. when kids are playing games. For our listeners, why don't we take a real-life example of a game that you play a lot with your friends? There's a game that I used to play quite a lot with my friends. Um, it's called Roblox. It's very interesting. We can I'll call it a stock market. <clears throat> because it actually gets infected like a stock market. It has its own in-game currency and many ways to earn it. And it can translate in-game currency into real-life money. Okay, let's take that apart a little bit, okay? okay yeah. So in the game Roblox, what's the currency called? Um. So first of all, I'll explain what Roblox is maybe. Okay, good. So usually video games are one video game. You download it, you play it, it's a single video game. Roblox... It's a game engine where many, many people can create their own games. And there are millions of games you can choose from. So it's not necessarily one game. And in those games, the developers can put in two types of ways of earning Robux, the in-game currency for Roblox. Either it can be a Game Pass purchase, where you spend a certain amount of Robux once. And either you get, and usually you get a permanent item or perk. And there's also called things called developer purchases, which are th- um, things that you can purchase multiple times and uh, you receive it. Usually they're things um, like money or points or something. Can you be a little, can you give examples for each of those kinds of purchases? All right. So a game pass, uh, I'll take one of the most, most popular games on Roblox. It's called Adopt Me. And for example, I don't know, let's say there's like a VIP game pass. It can give you a certain amount of perks. 
um, and can say it in the chat. It will give you like a little thing before your name saying VIP. It can give you like a million dollars in game, a special, I don't know, house or something, etc. So that would be a game pass and you receive all those benefits permanently. And then let's say I wanted to buy money in game without having to buy game pass. That would be a developer purchase. And I could buy like a thousand dollars, like 10 times. So what you're saying is there, so there, I hear two things. First, there's this economy that you use that, that you can engage in. So you can buy things within individual games, like a house or maybe clothing. So you can buy these things in the game, Mm -hmm. but you're talking about also buying money. So you're taking Robux, which is the Roblox currency, and you're changing it into another kind of currency? Yes, the um, currency of the game. Ah, okay. Okay. So there's an economy within the greater Roblox economy. Yeah, yes. Why, when you buy these things, these perks in a game, like in this game, Adopt Me, for instance, what what does it bring you? Like for some games, it can just be a couple of cool things that aren't actually necessary. And in some games, it can actually improve the game a bit. Okay. So more generally, when you're buying things in in a game, and I guess it's not even just Roblox, it can be online video games in general, Yeah. then you can buy different experiences or you can buy a ways of improving your gameplay. Yeah. Okay. How about we talk about um, the so-called quote-unquote stock market on Roblox? Sure. All right. So in Roblox, as you were saying before, you can purchase clothing items, faces, hair, animations, and hats, and accessories. So basically, those are mainly all of the categories of items that you can purchase to make your avatar look different. Some are free, and most cost Robux. So they can cost anywhere from 5 to like 666 million and that might be one of the most expensive things in roblox it's part of a collection of hats called dominuses so um if i were to somehow get all that robux and i would buy that the price of it would change like i could also resell it for a higher price and the actual price of it might change because more people own it so it might be worth less and most people are going to start selling it for less and people are going to stop buying it from the original seller. So there are these things in the game, like hats that you can buy that you wear, that you that your avatar has. Yeah. So an avatar is the character that you are in the game. And people and other people can see. That other people can see. And so there's this whole way of dressing your avatar that shows people uh, your personal style, just like it, you like, just like you have in real life. Mm-hmm. And so there's these hats, these Dominus hats can cost millions and millions. Mm-hmm. What I find crazy is that they're, you know, it's just pixels. It's not hard to create as many billions of hats as you want, but it's just that they're only available to a very specific number of people, which drives a very specific internal economy in the Roblox system, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could say the thing for like rare clothing items, you could say, oh, they could just mass produce them in factories. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like you could theoretically, there are, I mean, well, not even theoretically, there are like sneakers that are limited series and they don't make a lot of them and therefore drive um, people's desires to have them and then drives up the price of the sneaker, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And it doesn't need to be so limited in how it's produced. But, you know, coming from my perspective, it's 
very striking to think that that real world tangible way of thinking about stuff is now being transposed into the virtual world. Yeah. So say you have a hat, you spent theoretically... Let's say um, I spent six million. Six million Robux for this hat, for your avatar, and now you want to sell it. What do you do? There are two options. First, let's go with scenario one. Let's say I found out how to sell it. So first, I would put it on sale, and I would wait for someone uh, to buy it. If they bought it, it would go away from my inventory and go into theirs. But I wouldn't get the full six million. There are things called marketplace fees, and Roblox will remove a certain percentage of the Robux that I'll earn from it. Okay, so the game makers are taking a cut of the Robux that you make. Yeah. But I just want to go back and a, a tiny step backwards. Mm-hmm. So you put it on the marketplace, mm-hmm. okay? Do mm-hmm. you decide how much to sell your hat for, how much to yes. post the item for? Yes. There's also a chart that can show the um, purchase spikes and when it starts to go down and up and approximately how much it's worth. So when you decide to sell your hat, you say, okay, I see that the market for Dominus is going up. It's a good time to sell my hat. I'm going to post it for 8 million Robux now. Yeah. So if you're following the trend of Dominus, other people are as well. And they might look at your Dominus for sale and say, oh, 8 million Robux. What a great deal. I'm going to make Gabriel an offer. They don't make an offer. They just buy it. Okay, they just buy it. Or conversely, you could look at your hat and say, six million bucks, the hat prices are really going down. I want to cut my losses before it's worth nothing. Yeah. So the fictional pixel compilation of things that make it look like a hat actually end up having value that goes up and down. Now to go back to what you said before, when you sell it, then Roblox takes a cut. Yeah. So tell us how you actually earn Robux. Um, by buying it or from scenario two from before trading, you can uh, trade certain um, items and an amount of Robux. So let's say I have this hat, um, this Dominus hat worth 6 million Robux. And there's this another person who has a different Dominus hat that's worth like 5 million Robux and say, okay, I'll give this Dominus hat to you for six, um, that's worth 6 million Robux. And I'll add on an extra like 100,000 Robux. And <clears throat> if you give me that Dominus hat and add on like an extra 1 million Robux, I'm losing like 100,000, I'll make the trade. And there's still percentage cuts from that, mm. like um, Roblox fees. But yeah, and I could really want that hat. So that's what I would do it to try and get it for a cheaper price than people are selling it. Okay. So that's how to get one, one way. Robux. Explain the others? Please explain the other ways. And then, um, to go back from developer, um, purchases and game passes from before, if people buy those, Roblox will also take a certain, uh, fee from it and you'll get the amount of Robux. Or it can be selling clothing items on uh, Roblox groups. So usually de- um, Roblox developer studios, like with many developers, usually make a group so people can join it. And people can also sell clothing items on groups. I want to go back to something that you said a, a few minutes ago, which is you can buy Robux. Yeah. Tell me about that. You spend money and buy it. Uh-huh. So you take real currency from your real life and you transform it into Robux. Yes. So when you're buying a hat worth 6 million Robux, then theoretically that could all come from real world money. 
That could come, yes. Not necessarily, but it could. So there is a currency conversion from, call it US dollars, Mm -hmm. to Robux. So as a developer, then you could put in those game passes or or what? Or the... Developer purchases. Developer purchases. Okay. So now I'm a developer and people, lots of people are playing my game and I've earned 10 million Robux. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And now I want to swap out of the Roblox economy back into US dollars. Yes. Now tell me what happens. Okay. First of all, it has to be made from a game. Okay. It has to be at least 100,000 Robux. You have to have like a Roblox subscription. It can cost like 5 to $20. Okay. Per month or per year? Per month. It's not the same conversion rate from money to Robux. So it's a completely different conversion rate. Okay. So by that, so you mean to go from dollars to Robux is one conversion rate and to go from Robux to dollars is another, yes. is another rate, which is less favorable. Yes. So you can cash out your Robux and end up with dollars yes. at the end of the day. Yes. And hopefully you end up with money f- and you've earned money for making a game. Yeah. But as a player, can you cash out? No. It has to be earned from a game. Okay. So as a player, if you want to dress up your avatar or convert your money, your dollars into Robux, you're never seeing that again as dollars. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to summarize quickly. Okay. We've got... Roblox, which is a platform with lots and lots of games and has its own currency called Robux. You can take your US, your US dollars or whatever, euros, francs, whatever you have and convert them into Robux. As a player, you use those Robux to buy anything, really anything within the game world. When you're playing specific games, you can take the Robux you have and you convert them into the currency of that specific game to do various things. It doesn't have to be a currency because some games might not even have a currency. Okay. Um, it, it doesn't, it, it just, it was, it was an example. Before. Okay. But it's a possibility. Yes. It's a possibility. As a developer, you can maybe make money in Roblox by yes. monetizing yes. your game. Yes. And then when you hit a threshold of 100,000 Robux, then you can cash out back into a real currency. Yes. And in addition, there's this market that goes, that has objects listed on the market that gain or lose value depending on people's desires. Yes. Yes. Like this Dominus hat or other things. Yes. Okay. So you have the potential to make or lose Robux based on the things that you buy and how frequently you sell them and the exchanges that you make. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's a very sophisticated world. Yes. I think Roblox is a really good example for for in-game purchases um, because it's, because it's such a big world and so many kids play it and there's, there seems to be a lot going on. So thanks Gabriel for explaining more about how the Roblox economy works. I think it's a really interesting system that you are a part of. And honestly, it's something that I've never really realized when you said that you're playing Roblox. I didn't understand that there was this, um, aspect to it. That's, that is its own economic system. Every one of our episodes needs a fact, right? Yeah. So here's the fact. In-game consumer spending accounts now for the biggest share of the video gaming market. Okay. So it's in-game spending 
generates more money than just purchasing video games. That right. makes sense. So in 2020, the global gaming audiences spent approximately 54 billion US dollars in additional in-game content. $54 billion was spent on in-game purchases last year. Mm-hmm. And it's estimated or it's thought that by 2025, the market value of in-game purchases will surpass 74.4 billion US dollars. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So this micro example of Roblox is important to sort of understand how deep these in-game purchases are and how sophisticated the economy around them actually is. I bet you a huge company like a Microsoft or something is going to buy every single game possible to find to like make all that money. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I think that... They already purchased Minecraft and... And are there in-game purchases in Minecraft? There's only one actual in-game purchase. So there are two versions of Minecraft. One of them is called Bedrock Edition, which is for mobile things like iPads and phones. Uh And there are things called Minecoins, which is basically the in-game currency, which you buy with money. And you can buy skins and worlds and all. And there are also Minecraft servers on the Bedrock Edition. When they have in-game purchases, it's through Minecoins. And there's also things called Realms, which are um, Minecraft servers that you can create by paying a monthly subscription. And on the computer version, in-game purchases made by Minecraft, there are only realms, which are the subscriptions. You can play on Minecraft servers too, which make you pay through real money. Okay, so Minecraft, owned by Microsoft, it also has several ways to generate money. You also have to pay to buy the game. Uh, right, no, but I mean, of course, yeah. but after you buy the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's there can be costs. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you very much, Gabriel, for explaining to me and to our listeners more about how, how this stuff works. I hope uh, to listeners out there that you've learned a little bit about the secret economic lives of uh, your children on games, or maybe not your children, maybe your partners or your parents or other people who are online and playing, playing games online. That's a wrap up for today's episode of Don't Call Me Boomer. And as ever, if you have any comments or questions, you can write to us at boomer at don'tcallmeboomer.com. And don't forget to follow our podcast, share our podcast, and tell your friends and neighbors all about us. So thanks, Gabriel, for talking to me today. Thanks very much to Ray Joseph, our lovely editor in Canada. And thanks, a shout out to Nicola, my husband, Gabriel and Raphael's father, for setting us up with this pretty great tech so that we can come to you crisp and clean. Woohoo! That's all for now. Take care. Bye bye.